Oh, here we are. It's another Saturday morning. It's time for the Cummins Real Estate Group Show. Saturday morning. Hard to believe we're already in the middle of April. It's time to talk to Michelle Cummins, of course, because this is the Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. How are you doing, Michelle? Good morning, Curtis. Doing great. I can't believe this is our fifth episode in the whole COVID-19 series. Fifth show that we're doing via telephone call-in, which has become the huge now. Yeah, it's kind of that now normal, not the new normal, the now normal, because we will get back to the old normal eventually, and then it won't be the new normal. It'll be the normal normal, and I'm confusing myself. (laughs) That's not hard to do. You know what? (laughs) I... I've noticed a lot of people, because they're outside of their traditional habits of every day in the office, and just the, you know, the routine that we all get in, and it seems like it's messed with a lot of our minds. Our minds have shifted a bit, and we're a little slower, we're, you know, people are missing the little things, and their minds just aren't, it's like muscle memory, when you don't even have to think how to get home, you right. go home or somewhere, you know, it's muscle memory, and it's it's kind of messed with our brains, I think, a little bit. You know, it's funny, because, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was talking about that with a friend uh, just yesterday. and uh, But the one thing we've noticed uh, in their business and, and, of course, my business too, and maybe you've noticed this too, is because now we're doing all these meetings over Skype and Zoom and various apps, uh, meetings over social media and stuff like that, they seem to be quicker. Like meetings that are normally two, three hours are happening in an hour now. More getting to the point, right? I think so. More getting to the point. And there's something about being on the Zoom call or whatever else that seems to kind of focus us a little more. I don't know. Focus. It's a, maybe a bit of a silver lining to all this. Yeah, focus is a huge thing. I've been noticing in the mother of invention, you know, people are c- coming up with new ideas of spending their time and what they're doing. And, like, I'm not shopping as much as and all of us aren't shopping as much, but I'm not shopping as much. And so it's like you're stripping down to, you know, lower your expenses and you're not going out as much. So you, you just deal with what you have. And I ran out of my, of, of my bath bombs, you know, and I'm like, what am I going to use? I have nothing for my Jetta tub. And I've been reading, I read uh, a lot and, and I like reading uh, in the tub at night. So I'm like, oh gosh, I just can't have regular water, you know? Uh, and then I'm thinking, what can I use? Well, I've got these essential oils for my, you know, this, the uh, smoky things or um, the diffuser. Just thank you very much. The smoky the thing. If your diffuser is smoking, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And it it works great. I just I use my essential oils. I just put some and it ni- makes it smell nice, and then your skin's soft. But anyways, it's funny. What's one thing I wanted to ask uh, that you are looking forward to when this is all you know? not over we may have a second wave but i mean when it's pretty much when when we're almost back to what we think is normal uh like you said or what is normal but what's one thing that you've either missed that you're really looking forward to and what's one thing that you kind of are, are like well now i love doing this or I've, i'm going to do this that i've never done 
Uh, you know, that's a good question. Uh, what am I going to look forward to the most? Um, I would say, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I love sports and I love concerts. I want to be able to go to events again. I mean, and that might be a fair ways off, but I want to be able to go and sit at a baseball game or a hockey game or at a concert. I really miss, you know, live music. And, and the thing that I think that I've, uh, I've learned from this is that uh, I need to spend a little more time at home. We're getting a lot of stuff done on that honey-do list right now because we have all the time in the world to do it. And how about yourself? What about you? Well, uh, something actually that I dusted off this year uh, because I've had a bit more time here is my metal detector, which has been great because I got it for my birthday last year from Richard. And I've had a really good, uh, I, I actually just went outside front of my house and I, because they used to use our property for weddings and for corporate events. And so I'm thinking, well, who knows what kind of rings maybe in my own ground right Mm -hmm. and then behind us hop yard hill what used to be like a mine they used to mine for gold so i just started going out and i found a bobby pin and a fishing weight nothing really exciting but it's a lot of fun and my arm was getting sore because i hadn't done in a while and you're digging 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 but um that's something i'm loving to do but something new you know what probably getting together with people a lot more than I than I did before. This year, I had a word for this year. This year was connect, like uh, just connect with people more. And so uh, I, I started the year off having some good get-togethers and, and, you know, initiated. Usually other people initiate get-togethers and, then, and I go, but I'm not usually the initiator. So uh, this year I'm like, no, I'm going to make a point to connect with people more and get together more and visit more, uh, you know. And so that's something I'm going to do even, even more because it had to stop because I had great plans, and <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to that. And I would say it's still kind of new to me, uh, being the initiator of get-togethers. So that's probably something I'm really looking forward to doing. Yeah, because now, right now, you're just stuck with King Richard, King Richard, Sir Richard. Oh, geez, don't call him King. <laughs> oh no, I have a mug that says that. <laughs> don't don't do that. That's good. Oh, I'm sorry I said that because that's going to create problems for you down the road. Well, you know, you were talking about concerts. Richard and I had, you know, you you got to do what you got to do because he has a studio, and I love karaoke. But again, I won't karaoke unless you know somebody initiates it or I happen to be there. And Richard's doing it. But we, so we had a little karaoke night, and it was so fun. So you got to come over, you and Kelly, and you could be on the drums. Richard on the guitar, Kelly and I on tambourines. Uh, <laughs> we'll get Andrew, my associate, to play bass. And I don't know. We'll have a we'll have a blast. We'll just jam. We'll have a little jam session. Oh yeah! As soon as we can do that, I am all in on that. Any chance to get on the drums? I'm there. We'll create our own concert. <laughs> and, the, and the best thing about that is, I mean, I, I, I've told this a little bit on the air, but uh, I used to be in a cover band, and we were, you know, not a full Beatles cover band, but we played a lot of Beatles stuff, and I know that that's right in Richard's realm, so we can play a ton of tunes. That would be so fun. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm really looking forward to that. So I'd say mark it on the calendar, but we don't know when we can. I know. Well, you know what? There's just starting to possibly looking at, in the States, at least starting to open our borders again, which may be too soon. I don't know. It's just uh, the other day they announced that and starting to release state by state their, their mandatory isolation. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's all going to play out, but, uh, you know, we'll see. You know, we don't want to go back too soon, but, um, no. but, but we all looking forward to it. Well, we'll yesterday look, okay, our very own Dr. Bonnie said probably maybe the earliest we'll start to be able to relax things is mid-May. And I think that might even be yeah. a little optimistic. Yeah. I was thinking maybe end of May now I'm thinking, you know, into June, like I think, you know, yeah. 
I'm thinking that, you know, whenever they think we're, we're safe, they're going to make us go an extra two weeks, and I don't have a problem with that. Let's set it in the summer then. Let's say July. Yeah, either that or we can just make Kelly sure everything. Exactly. There we go. And we can set everything up at a distance, even if it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> we can social distance. I can play loud. You know what? Okay. I, you caused me to watch something. I told myself I wasn't going to watch. Uh-oh. Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't turn it off once you start. You're right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to watch this ridiculous. It is amazing. And like every show and then a new character and a new new twist. You're right. It is addicting. You And you couldn't write this if you wanted to. Uh-uh, no. It's amazing how he filmed like every day of his life and how they have all this film. Like, oh my gosh, it's pretty amazing. It is something else. And it's a great way to kill, you know, seven hours of your, uh, your isolation. That's for sure. <laughs> now I know what everyone is talking about. It's like the biggest thing right now. The worst part is I get that song. I saw a tiger in my head and I can't get rid of it. <laughs> He's actually pretty good. <laughs> I like it. It's entertaining. <laughs> he doesn't sound half bad. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's, it's it's definitely something worth watching. So, oh, uh, well, how are how are things going in real estate? I guess things have slowed down a little bit now. You know what? Uh, later on, the second segment after the commercial break, I'm going to go through our last seven days market update. Exactly how many actives compared to the last seven days that we did last week, and how many sold. And it's very interesting information. So, I wanted to talk about deposits though before we head into commercial break because. Yeah, we Okay, excellent. Because, uh, you know, lately, I, one of my uh, transactions and another realtor I know uh, have had uh, just a little delay in a couple completions. No deals collapse yet. However, uh, you know, as depending on how long we go into this and how many difficulties there are and what type of mortgage providers and just that there's so many different aspects to real estate and the people who are in it and how how many work really hard or have the connections or just make things happen. So, you know, nothing's collapsed yet. But I wanted to talk about it because I've had the question, what about deposits? What if this doesn't close? What if you know, the buyer doesn't close, things like that, and who gets the deposit and what happens. And and so I uh, wanted to go into that. So regarding deposits, uh, there are three broad categories of reasons why real estate transactions may collapse. One is the default or breach of contract, of course. Two is misrepresentation or a mistake. And three is frustration of the contract. So right now we're sort of all concerned about the default or breach of contract, uh, which is the one where, let's say, the bank doesn't fund something changed, the buyer bought a car between getting uh, removing subjects and completion day, or something has messed with uh, the bank uh, handing the monies to the lawyer involved in actually closing. So default or breach of uh, contract uh, typically arises in, uh, let's just say, four situations. One is the seller no longer wishes to sell or cannot sell their property in accordance with the terms of the contract. Uh, so let's say something burns down. Well, <laughs> the house that burnt down, you know, they can't sell it now to the buyer. Uh, two, the buyer is unable to complete the purchase of the property, so often because of financing, as I mentioned. Three, the buyer does not want to complete the purchase just because of new economic reasons, political reasons, social context, whatever. Uh, four, one party to the contract is a breach of one of its obligations under the contract. So, for example, like the buyer failing to pay a deposit on time 
or the seller not being able to deliver vacant possession. Uh, so these, because of the new tenancy laws, too, that's, that's something. So uh, I noticed on the one transaction of mine, all parties, I did a, a five-way uh, conference call with the buyers, I'm, I'm the listing agent, the buyer's lawyer, the buyer's agent, the buyer's mortgage broker, and underwriter. We were all on the phone together, uh, and they are trying hard to complete. So that one extended for five days, and then it extended for another week. Another realtor I know, it was the day after it was supposed to complete. But as long as all parties still intend and still are trying to close on, on it, and they all agree, you know, these things can happen. But what what's hard is when the buyer has to rely on the funds that haven't come in, now what do they do? And that brings me to deposits. So when you're a seller and you have an accepted offer on a property before you accept it, you want to make sure that deposit is strong. Now more than ever, even if it's an average month or month and a half closing away, it it doesn't matter. So that's relatively average and, and like three weeks later for completion is quick. And usually the deposit will represent uh, how long the completion is from the subject removal. You want a higher deposit, the longer it's going to take to complete because it's riskier, right? So the deposit, if the buyer walks away or is in breach of contract, you know, that deposit, you know, would, it has to be signed off by all parties. It's in trust account, according to the Real Estate Council and Act, but it is released to the innocent party. So if it's the buyer's fault for, for not completing, obviously that deposit would go to the seller. But what if the deposit is isn't very large. And what if the market has come down? Let's say it's dropped $50,000. Well, and and let's say you only got a $20,000 deposit. So now the seller is like, okay, great, this $20,000, but now I'm in breach of my purchase that I was supposed to buy. Now I have to try to resell and I have all those costs and then all that stress, and then I'm selling for 50000 less. You know, these are examples. Uh, so they can actually go back and sue that buyer for um, different different aspects. So, um, so one thing is damages, so the deposit, but there also could be damages and um, performance that they've that they've dropped so there's different things of course i owe independent legal advice please i am not a lawyer but these are just um as a realtor my professional uh advice and just warnings is to make sure your deposit is strong nowadays especially more than ever if you're a seller uh and if you're a buyer you know be be very careful of how much deposit you put in and who you're getting your mortgage with and that all your your ducks are in a row you know that your eyes are dotted and your t's are crossed uh, and and you got all your paperwork and there's no guessing games there's no ifs ands or buts and 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 everything should go smoothly if you're getting the right professional advice from everyone so that is what i wanted to talk about so no i don't haven't i haven't seen any collapsed deals happen yet uh, i say yet because it all kind of depends on how how long this goes uh and, but uh frustrated ones though that have been delayed a little bit um but but so far, all is good. Everything's working out. But I wanted to talk about that. So, yes. All right. Well, if uh, people want to get more information from you, what can they do? MichelleCummins.ca is my website or my email, mcummins at remax.networks. All right. Well, we're back with more right after this. And we are back with segment number two of the Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. Now, Michelle, we uh, teased that we were going to talk about the market and how it's looking right now here in the Valley. What do you got for us? So for the last seven days, we're going to start with the municipality of Surrey, and we're going to talk about new listings and sold. So new listings for this last seven days, 
is 107. Previous seven days was 147. So all across the board, actually, every municipality has gone down in listings, not surprisingly. Uh, But let's talk about the sold. So in all of Surrey, sold, we had five sell last week, the last seven days, and previous was 27. So that's really down as well. Uh, Langley, new listings this last week, 76 new listings. The previous seven days before that, 94. So down. Sold, one, only one sold in all of Langley this last seven days, and six sold the previous week. Abbotsford, new listings, 36, which is down from the week before where it was 51. Sold, zero in Abbotsford in the last seven days, and previously the week before was eight. Mission, new listings, 13 in the last week. That's down from 20 the week before. Sold, zero in Mission, and the week before it was only one. Maple Ridge, there's 24 new listings, and the week before was 49, so that's down. And sold in Maple Ridge, zero, which is down from 10 the week before. And then Chilliwack, so there was 46 new listings this last week, and actually 46 new listings. So I should say that's the one municipality that didn't go down in listings. It's exactly the same. Um, Sold. Four sold last week, where previous week it was seven that sold. So across the board, every municipality went down in how many sold. However, we did have the Easter weekend. So, you know, while things were still happening over the weekend, things were posted on the Tuesday, you know, at the real estate board. So it didn't change really what sold. You know, there's really no effect of that. It's just something to take note of that we did have an Easter weekend. But very interesting because the week before that we did it, it was way down. It was like the first week that had the most, uh, you know, down in numbers for solds and for new listings. And uh, anybody who uses Realtor.ca, there is now live streaming. So, of course, with real estate services being an essential service and us taking all the precautions we can to be safe, uh, we're we're going to we're doing more Matterports, more three D. Like every one of my new listings is, is a ma- have Matterports and everything we can um, supply to the consumer to buyers looking. And so Realtor.ca has created this live stream, which is great because we can now do like live open houses. And so it's quite interesting. So check that out if if you didn't know about that and you're searching and looking for a home. Uh, Quote of this week, I wanted to say, we are what we believe we are. That's a C.S. Lewis quote. I love C.S. Lewis, but we are what we believe we are. And just going back to that mother of invention that I was talking about in this first segment is a lot of people, and a question I got this week is, is what is the market going to be like in fall, in next spring? Maybe that's the best time to buy because there'll be so many foreclosures and and a lot of de-stressed sales. And but the mother convention is interesting because a lot of people who like the government we've never been through this before, and the government has implemented a lot of of things to help support to make sure the economy isn't affected so harshly because this isn't like 2008 and 9 where it was the economy and the actual real estate market and loans that were the issue that's what caused the 
that uh, correction in the market. This is a health issue, not an economical issue. But but eventually, it could you know obviously it, it, it's a domino effect. It can affect it anyways. But the government, with all its incentives and with its help and with its you know uh, delay, like with your mortgages, uh, you know delaying it up to six months and all the things they don't want to have foreclosures and. You know, foreclosures aren't overnight, but I believe the people who, you know, who lose their jobs, if they love their jobs, they're going to get those again. If if they didn't, maybe there was something else they rather did. They're going to invent something. Maybe they're going to start a new business they always wanted to. Maybe they finally, it's caused them, it's like the final straw. It's like, oh, you're finally out. You know how you get stuck in something and even though you don't like it, it's a routine and you hate it, but you're just doing it because it's there and it's, it's what you do. And sometimes this frustration in our lives, these uh, trials, uh, the, the, cause us to finally make something new of ourselves and believe in yourself. And this is your life, your one life to live and use this as an opportunity and be positive and, and do what you've always wanted to do. And businesses, some businesses, you know, aren't going to come back, but maybe it's because, you know, they were struggling anyways, and maybe this will cause those business owners to do, a, a different, if they're entrepreneurs, maybe something else that will even be better for them in their lives. Uh, maybe they can reopen in a new fashion, in a new way. There's going to be opportunities, so I just hope that people really uh, don't let this get you down and uh, have people supporting you around you to encourage you to, to look, you know, find something a uh, silver lining like you said earlier so uh so let me just chat about a new listing i had last week because okay. it's quite unique one dominic lake resort is like a glorified campground and it's only three and a half hours from the valley and it's a business that owns the land which is 26 rv trailer sites plus a few cabins and a lodge, and it's right on Dominic Lake, which is a fishing small boat, like no water skiing. But it is surrounded by government land. It has so many waterfront sites. It has annual leases because it's a, it's the zoning is uh, recreational long term, so annual leases. And it, it's just an amazing opportunity, and it's under 900, uh, 885. So this is a property that I see ideal for, like, friends getting together and purchasing or family getting together and purchasing to where you can use it yourselves as recreational property, but you can also – it's a moneymaker. And there's no property transfer tax. That's the big one because you, it's a business. So you buy the business, not the land, because the land's owned by the business. So it's And then you have write-offs. You know, talk with the accountant, but you've got all these write-offs because now it's a business. So, you know, your gas, the things you improve on the property and things like that. Anyways, if anybody wants more information, they can call me. And I just listed yesterday two properties. One is Mission. It's off Blueberry Drive, and it's the same color as blue. It's blue. Oh, <laughs> sweet. Color is the name of its street. Right on the nose. Yeah, it's renovated. completely beautiful uh, with a one-bedroom suite. It's a really large fully usable uh, yard and the views of Mount Baker are amazing and it's only 700,000 so it's a really good price and I that, that one's going to fly off the shelves very quickly uh, so it, it literally just got on the MLS yesterday and then I've got a two-bedroom two-bathroom condo in White Rock and it's on the corner of Waterfront Street and Habgood so uh, really great the building only has 11 units 
And it's getting all new siding and all new balconies because it's like from the 90s. It's getting everything redone. So it's going to be like brand new. And the seller's paying for the $150,000 assessment. The seller's paying for it. So the buyer doesn't have to do that. The buyer will have to live in a little bit of construction. Uh, it's vacant, ready to move into. But for that, the price point is 459000 So the last couple of condos that sold in there last year and the year before went between six hundred and nine hundred thousand, so it's a great deal at four fifty nine. Uh, so that's the other one. So uh, still, listings are happening, um, sales are happening. I had a couple firm up this week as well, so that's on on my business side of it. So best practices again, um, most realtors you'll see if you're a buyer, they'll they'll have all the what you need online before you um, step through the door. And before we end our show, I just wanted to say that I've got that special sale happening this month. For sellers, I'll help pay for some of your moving costs. So you got to use the code, the special code, 1071, and you'll get the special offer. Or go to my Facebook business page and click the clean button and message me. And then if you're buying, if you need to buy, give me a call and I'll find you. I'll find you the right place. And a lot of people, a lot of questions I had this week, too, from buyers is uh, – there's just not a lot of listings. I don't know if right. I, I, I want to, I, but there's not a lot of listings. What do I do? I say, well, that's what I do. I find you your home. It doesn't have to be on the MLS. Uh, I know the areas. I know the properties. I go searching for you, and I'll give the owners a call if it's not on the market. I'll look at past history and find out what realtor listed it or sold it prior. Call them to ask them to call their their, their client uh, to see if they want to sell. I've sold so many places that aren't on the MLS just because of word of mouth and because of the areas I know and because, well, I used to go door knocking. Now I pick up the phone and... And, and give the seller, the owners a call. So uh, that's what I do. I find you a place. So, But you never know when the right place is going to come along, too. You never know. So it doesn't have to be 50 listings coming on the market. It could be five but or two, but one of those two is the right one for you. You just never know. So, um, yeah, so, so don't, don't fear that, but just know timing will be right if you have somebody working hard on for you and on your side. So... Yeah, and oh, I wanted to um, end the show by uh, doing a uh, shout out for uh, Tara Castle. Uh, she does a lot of uh, bracelets and jewelry, and I've got some beautiful bracelets that she makes. And she actually works with a winery in Langley, and she was doing get-togethers. And I was going to have a get-together, and I'm still going to when this is all over, uh, where you have some wine, and you she'll, she'll help you make the bracelets, the jewelry. It's really, really neat. So, anyways, uh, she's on uh, Facebook. You can find her and her jewelry, and it's really neat. And keep an eye on that. Uh, I'm going to have a... Uh, I get together at the winery, do that too. So it'll be fun. All right. Very cool. Well, if people want more information about what you provide service-wise, what can they do, Michelle? My website is always michellecummins.ca. Be sure to listen in next week when we will talk more real estate in order to unlock your real estate potential on a show where real estate is maximized. Thanks for listening.